0: Well, well, well. Hello, sugar. It's it's old May, your grandma from Texas. Texas, You remember me? Texas grandma? Texas grandma? Yeah, you remember me, you son of a bitch? That's right. You thought you could just impregnate me and leave town? Yeah, that's what I thought you thought, but go fuck yourself. I'm back. That's right. May is back, bitch, and today we're talking about the devil's rejects, Yeah. and I'm pregnant. Uh, okay sorry i don't know what's come over me it's the pregnancy (laughs) 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 all right all right all right so hi everybody and welcome to here take this excrement this is the podcast where we talk shit yeah hey huh? huh 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 it's a slogan i'm thinking about putting it on a shirt so we are a podcast about film and not specifically just film but but we alternate, I guess, between doing high art and garbage. Yeah. So today, what the fuck is this? We're doing the Devil's
1: Rejects. We're doing the Devil's Rejects. And I,
0: I guess the opening question, which well, before, I. Well, before, before we, we, get we start. To it. Yeah. But I want the opening question hanging in the air. I want everybody to be thinking about it as we go into the little break. I want it to be in the back of everybody's mind. Is the Devil's Rejects high art or trash?
1: which one which all right and while you're cooking on that yeah let uh, that one
0: let put that one on the back burner and let that simmer we'd let's like to, move
1: on we'd like to thank our sponsors uh machine age productions and the rpg i hunt our hashtag i hunt i'm sorry uh ambient dream studio and their etsy shop and the uh youtube show blood thing more on all of those uh later on in the show um and we also like to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash excrement
0: Now it's time to talk about what,
1: uh, (laughs) Devil's Rejects.
0: And what the fuck is that? So it's
1: the sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses. It's a decided genre not genre change. I guess tone change. I guess maybe it is kind of a genre change.
0: I mean, what the fuck happened? Like, it's a very legitimate question of of how did this happen?
1: I don't know what even happened. I can tell you what happens in the movie. What happens in the movie? Is it? Is it starts with uh, the cops raiding the 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 murder house from the from House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. They uh, they have a I can't remember the, the the out the outlaw's name, but there's this Australian outlaw who we, like run around and steal armor. Uh, so they put on this like this like shitty steel armor that they like made with a hammer. Um, have this like extensive gunfight with the cops. Uh, the tiny goes to ground. Mama gets captured by the cops, and Otis and Baby escape. Um, and call call Captain. Uh, uh. I'm gonna fuck this up again, but Captain Spankle. Fuck it up again.
0: <laughs> Spalding. Spalding.
1: I don't know why Spankle stuck in my head. I I I still I still think that that Spankle is a great clown name. No, but they they call their dad Captain Spaulding, which they reveal in this movie that Spaulding is their dad because they didn't in House of a Thousand Corpses.
0: Well, okay, there's a lot of things. Like, they also reveal that um, all of their names are code names that come from Marx Brothers movies, which is another (laughs) fucking weirdo, weird thing that Rob had to do. So, I mean, I think that Rob's proclivities have a tendency to pop on out in this one. Uh so so this one's weird because it's like very transparent and vulnerable for him, but it's also very rigid and protected for him. But continue.
1: Yeah. So so Otis and Baby go, they kill some more they kill some people because they're serial killers. Yes. Uh they do a whole fucking uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 bit where they like cut someone's face off and put it on someone else. Yes. Um there, there's some rape in there. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Lots of that with a gun.
1: Yeah. Then they then they meet up with, uh, with the clown. Captain Spalding. Captain Spalding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go on a, on a road trip. <laughs> yes. And it's like a lackadaisical like, do to do we're on a road like trip.
0: A, like Easy Rider. It becomes like a road movie, pretty much like a 70s road movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and while this is all happening, the cops are torturing Mama. And it turns out the lead cop, is uh, his brother was one of the cops they killed in House of a Thousand Corpses. And he wants revenge. And he wants revenge. And he wants to be the righteous hand of God. So he uh, guts Mama with a knife and goes on a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2-esque hunt for vengeance. Yes. Uh, And it culminates with uh, him kidnapping the family torturing them uh but they end up like getting free and they kill him and then they're driving off into the sunset where they meet a police blockade so they're all like wounded and fucked up and hurt and they all get ready for one last like charge of glory and they charge this like police barricade and get gunned down
0: uh yes uh that's correct
1: that's how the movie ends.
0: Yeah. So, first off, a real tearjerker. Yeah. Um, keep your keep your rag handy because this one's gonna make you cry, cry all over your pants, if you're not careful. Um, did you like this? Uh, well, so where are you at with Mr. Zombie at this point? <laughs> hmm?
1: Well, so I think that. To answer the question that's been hanging in everyone's mind, I do think this movie is 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 bad. I don't think this is high art. Wow. Um,
0: Fuck. But that, do you think that Rob Zombie likes Texas Chainsaw Massacre too? Yes. How can you tell? Because this movie Cause he constantly references it nonstop for the entirety of the film.
1: This movie is almost a parody of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs>
0: to be, which is funny because it's almost a parody. But, but so, have you ever watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 And you were like, "God damn, I wish that we could root for the cannibal family in this." In I don't this particular. Well, scene. And see,
1: here's the thing: is I don't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I.
0: It's a hot take sitting next to me.
1: I know. Um,
0: we'll talk about it.
1: But I do like The Devil's Rejects.
0: So you like it? I do. What the fuck? Well, I thought we were talking shit. And then you come around, you like it? The fuck?
1: Well, okay. My dude. See, because because remember the movie, the hypothetical movie that I wanted to happen-
0: Oh yeah, where Captain and, and Spaulding avenged the kids? Where, and, like, where, where, where,
1: where it's like it's like an anti-slasher where it's like some some slasher villain slashes the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family. Yeah, this is that. This is like the cop is the slasher. He's like relentlessly hunting them and being like a violent psychopath doing so. Mm-hmm. He brutally murders people with a knife. Um, to like find them. And when he finds them, he tapes them to chairs and tortures them like a fucking slasher. So, aren't they like a meat plant or something? Um. Or like 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 a, like a pig farm or something.
0: It's hard to say what they do. Well,
1: you know, with that you know, big
0: old piece of land they got there. Yeah, and they so, kind of are a big. They're a big torture farm, I suppose. Yeah. Well, like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, right? There's the justification that they are a chili business. Uh, in this one, there's no fucking justification right. for that. Well, but they're a murder house filled with necrophiles.
1: But there but is no
0: justification. There's no covering it up by saying we also make chili.
1: Right, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. The the chili justification is stupid and is played as a bit. Uh yes. Like it's not. You know. You know. They're not actually trying to legitimately justify operation. A bitch operation. literally
0: finds a fingernail in her chili, and yeah. he grabs it and goes, "It's a spicy peppercorn." Yeah like yes it's a bit
1: yeah so you know so i think well, i think one of the problems that sex is on masker 2 had was that they would they would do they would do these bits but they would just be kind of stupid and like like i don't know they, they just weren't good bits because the movie was made as a shitpost but like making a movie as a shitpost to to like undo your previous work I don't know. It just kind of doesn't land right for me. But making a shit post about a failed shit post is excellent. <laughs> like, well, but
0: like, okay. Well, well, there's you know, so many layers to what you're currently saying. Yeah, there is. Because, like, to, well, to there's so many layers. Shit.
1: There's so many layers to both Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two and House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects. Where it's all a rat's Unnecessari- nest, it's all rat's nest of like, of like convoluted entanglement.
0: Well, yeah, it's kind of like, why is Captain Spaulding their dad? Well, because it's more tangly. Get all yeah. tangled up, friends.
1: Yeah, because because he wants more Captain Spaulding in the movie, and that's yeah. the easiest way to get it. Where and see why I like Rob Zombie is because, um, instead of trying to be like, well, they're running a chili farm, he says.
0: Yeah, who the do cares? Like,
1: yeah. like, why the fuck do you care about why there's a murder, like a murder factory? Why are you asking questions, idiot? Watch the mm-hmm. movie, you know. And so, and so, it's like I'd rather somebody be tongue in cheek about not giving a shit about the details than somebody like just having stupid contrived bullshit the explanations for their the details. details. Yeah, I don't know. I see where it's like so, so. It's like, you know, in a, in, in, like there's some sci fi where they're like, fuck it, it happens. Like, what, I was like, why are you thinking about it? You know? Mm-hmm. But then, and you know, in, you know, in like Star Wars and Star Trek, they're like, well, actually, the, you know, you know, you know, Boba Fett doesn't die because, because he, he uses his, his jetpack to shoot, to like shoot a rocket in the Sarlacc and he flies out of the Sarlacc pit. And so, you know, you know, in universe, it makes total sense why Boba Fett didn't die in the Sarlacc pit, you know? Well, and I just want to say on that tangent, Boba Fett is my favorite Star Wars character, and I love all the Extended gonna Universe stuff. I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of you. Boba Fett. I'm going to like, we're going to go out it in is... the parking
0: lot the second this is done, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a swirly. Gonna... I don't even know how outside, <laughs> but I will do it. Right, like, well, you're a dork. This is nerdy. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Continue. I, no, Rob Bob Zombie's Boba fucking Fett, nerdy. Listen, Boba Fett can eat my whole doo-doo because that show sucks balls, and I'm not going to hear anything about it. it. I have, you haven't even he, attempted to watch it. He is it. a prop character. You you, he haven't has even no watched, dialogue. you haven't he's even watched fucking, The Mandalorian. He's not even a fucking he has, character. He
1: has dialogue in The Mandalorian, neither, May.
0: he's not even a character.
1: He has so much dialogue in Book of Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, motherfucker, somebody decided.
1: Right. So what I'm saying is is But he is, didn't
0: used to be. He's like um, that's um,
1: like picking a Ouija board
0: and making a whole movie about it. Oh fuck, um, they did do that shit.
1: So I'm pointing out the Thermian argue, like the thermian problem in Star Wars yes. to point out that that um Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 has has as much thermian bullshit as Star Wars does Oh
0: Absolutely.
1: And, and Rob Zombie is is like is like that is for absolute fucking cowards. I don't give a shit. It it's there. Stop asking questions.
0: Yeah, let's just
1: fucking move. Like, just buckle up and let's
0: keep All going. Right, well, then let's play along. Huh? How about we do that? How about we play along and move on from this particular topic to the next topic, which is what, what the fuck... What the fuck is going on? Like, he he's made a movie that's very anti-cop, but in a way that mixes its metaphor in a way that I would call dangerous. But also, well, well because, like, okay, so the ultimate thing is, like, the only thing worse than serial killers is state violence, right. which is true. But understand that putting us in a position where it's like, well, you know, I mean, ultimately, if you're coming up against state violence, I'm going to empathize with that serial killer. You
1: know what I mean? Right. Well, but so, so the thing is, and, and, and the reason why I think it's dangerous is because like, like with a lot of horror movies, you know, there's the like ultimately everyone in like the horror community and everyone empathizes and loves the villain. And so like, you know, and so it's just like everyone, everyone loves, you know, Jason, but who gives a shit about the people he kills? Yeah, you know everyone loves the 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 mom from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but no one gives a shit about the the people that 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 they kill, right? And so so the problem is is and it's the same thing with like real life serial killers, where everyone talks about fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, no one knows the names of anyone he killed, right? Because because we we glorify the the bad guys in these in these kind of stories, and and I mean I think and that's just like because because horror movies were made are like not made but but like demonize these like these uh these groups of people outside of the main culture, but people who like horror movies are these people outside of the main culture so they you know they they end up empathizing with the people who are kind of like supposed to be bastardizations of them but but you know end up like adopting it and stuff sure and so and so i actually
0: have a shitload of thoughts about right. what you're saying right um, well and so but
1: continue and so continue. but but so the reason it's dangerous to now have the cop as the slasher we're now we're now you're putting the cop in the role of the person that ultimately you're supposed to empathize with as a horror fan because you know you right. want to you want to root so for it's the like slasher role reversal right and so it's like it's like no don't put a cop don't put a cop as like as the slasher that we're all secretly rooting for you know because we watch a horror movie you know, when you watch a slasher movie, you want to see people get fucking slashed? because, because So
0: your argument is that you think that um, the villain of this, the cop, is is secretly being empathized with in a, in a sort of deep down way, in the way that we would empathize with like a Michael Myers in a well, situation where there would be people be like, yeah, kill him. In I any situation, it doesn't matter what the violence is. Yeah. So they're saying the utility of that is actually an ironic endorsement of state violence.
1: Right. And I don't. I I I I, I, I don't. I don't think Rob Zombie intended to do that. I think that's just an accidental byproduct. I think
0: you're. I think you're absolutely right of
1: of what he did.
0: But I'm willing to interrogate this choice. So there's there's a couple things actually about that. Number one is is that there's really only ever two ways to approach any artistic choice. You can approach it as Mm -hmm. a cult with a cult like cultural choice, like. Or mm-hmm. like you go, I'm going to accept the culture that I have a, a grown up with my entire life where I am mentally. I'm going to use this art as an opportunity to voice my cultural understanding. Or B is that you approach it as a rebellion of your upbringing, a rebellion of the culture, a rebellion of it. It's like, there's only ever culture and counterculture kind of, and I understand that there's like some nuance in there and there's a lot of like, you know, identifiable subgroups and shit like that. But ultimately when we come, when it comes down to an artistic choice, if you're making a sequel, you can do one of two things. You can do it again or you can rebel against it. Mm -hmm. And I think that, there's there's this weird thing going on in horror it starts in the 2000s and now we're drowning in it where it's this like it's um self-contemplative horror it's not art horror it's self-contemplative horror it's aware of its own existence and is thinking about and commenting on and trying to extrapolate and understand its own place Mm -hmm. so Like, I made this case with the newest Scream movie where I was saying that the newest Scream movie was so fucking obsessed with Scream. Well, and I I understand that, like, Scream is really obsessed with Scream, but, like, the newest one is so overwhelmingly obsessed with Scream that you end up kind of in this place where you're like, Scream is not actually worth its weight, in my understanding. We are, at this point, dragging out like all of these minor little details about this like aspect of this art mm-hmm. to the point where it, ha- it has no meaning it the, its meaning has right. been completely destroyed so i let, think let
1: the past die kill it if you have to jesus
0: christ so <sighs> you fucking nerd <laughs> so here the devil's rejects right he he's rejecting two things mm-hmm. with this movie he he's accepting a lot of things, but he's rejecting the majority of them. He's rejecting 80s movies? Mm-hmm. This is important, and no one... Write this down. This will be on the test. Class? All right. He, he is rejecting 80s movies. There's this move called... the. It's like the slow cinema movement, is what... And that's not to say that Rob Zombie is a member of the slow cinema movement, but I am saying that he is steps closer to the slow cinema movement than he is to the 80s. He has deep deep respect and love for like 80s horror, clearly. Right. But he he's rejecting and rebelling against the way that horror has been. Right. Which is to say big, grand, overly lit you know and so where house of a thousand corpses more was okay adopting a lot of those like sort of proclivities this one he's like no i will stand independent of those things and it, i will forge my own path it's a rebellion against that so it's it's a rebellion twofold it's a rebellion against 80s culture this is meant to be kind of a countercultural attempt at, at this while also it's a rebellion against uh, his own ideas and his mm-hmm. own self-image. So it ends up being a very um, humble Attempt right at doing something very egotistical, right, which is a sequel um, <clears throat> He's willing to actually genuinely challenge himself and the state of things mm-hmm. and that's worth val- that's that's worth a lot of I think weight but also, the, the slow cinema part, I think, is, an, is another aspect of it that's important. I think that he's the kind of filmmaker that has grit and is unafraid to, for lack of a better term, quote-unquote, go there. He'll just take it there. He'll mm-hmm. do the thing. Right. Um, but while it's happening, I often feel this sense of, like, this doesn't feel right for him. Like, Eli Roth... When he's, like, doing some schlocky, shitty, rapey torture crap, I'm always, like, yeah, this sounds about right. Mm-hmm. But this is the beginning of one aspect of Rob's, like, thing, which is that he he starts to, like, rape a lot. Rob Zombie? Yeah. He, he starts to, like, rape a lot. And he starts to use rape <sighs> a lot. Like, well, in every movie, a lot, at every opportunity. Just, like, sexism you know, just like you know, homophobia and shit like that. He he goes fucking ape shit, right? Uh, as far as that stuff well, goes. Well, it's
1: like it's like a uh, it's like a shortcut for you know for movies where if you want to like if you want to have something bad happen to a to to a uh, a woman character, and it's like, all right, well, we can we can actually think about think about like a character driven like 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 event that happens. You know, that's that's part of the story and push the story forward. Or, you know, you can hit the big red rape button and then, all right, there you go, trauma. Well, well so, okay. It's like trauma you've, in a can. You you've, just you've, shake it up and spray it.
0: <laughs> you've not seen uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween film uh, from 2008 uh, or 2006, one or the other. Anyway, Michael Myers, you know, he, Rob Zombie, remade Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so his bit with it was, he wanted us to empathize with Michael Myers. hmm I know that makes you scratch your head. Um, but don't worry. It's bad <laughs> also, the movie. Uh, so, like, you want to talk about a moment in a film where Homeboy uses rape as a fucking, like...
1: Or, like, a narrative crutch.
0: Narrative crutch. There is a scene in the movie where the, they really... Like, he Rob really wants us to empathize with Michael and think that Michael is, like, a hero and, like, a good dude. Insane. Um, So he has a woman being raped by some, like, orderlies, and then Michael kills the orderlies while they're raping the woman. And it's so... I don't need to say it, but... Wow. Um, mm-hmm. and I know that you're thinking that that's gotta be the end of that, but no, no, no. he he does it in all the movies from now until the end. Like I'm pretty sure he does that in all the movies now, and I understand rape is a horrific thing. Um, and Rob loves horrific things and presenting them to me. But there's a friendliness to House of a Thousand Corpses that starts to die. Yeah, And it starts dying here. So while I love this movie, I think, Devil's Rejects, uh, mostly because it's rejecting so much of its own steeze to forge a new path, which is very admirable, even if it's literally the most stock of choices when there are really only the two st- stupid choices in any artistic endeavor. It's not to say that I'm going to praise him too much for rebelling against it but I will praise him a bit for rebelling against that. The thing I strongly feel here uh, starts to manifest is his lack of friendliness, or the friendliness starting to die. Mm. And the friendliness is even in in his music for Mm. a long time, and it it also starts to wane. And I don't know if it's money or cynicism or studios, shit, or just life killing his dreams. I don't really know what happened to Rob, but it starts here. And there's like, halfway through this movie, you're like, yes, I like that the movie is horrific. Yes, I want the movie to be um, a fucking nightmare, and I'm glad that it is. But also, how many rape scenes do we need to do?
1: Right, And well, and it's (laughs) like, you know, it's it's like we've already established that Otis is a rat bastard. Right. We didn't need the rape scene to know Otis was a creepy rat bastard. Well yeah, like, and it makes was, you
0: genuinely wonder like what is trying to be accomplished like with that, it's like right? it's like
1: it's like the utility of the rape is to show that Otis is a dirty, rapey rat bastard. Right. But he already was a dirty rapey rat bastard and you didn't need to communicate that through actual on screen rape.
0: Right. Well like
1: <laughs> it's like he'd already communicated that. I don't know. It it, it just it just felt like it's like rape for rape's sake and that's not ideal.
0: <laughs> Irreversible this is not. So like Rob this is why I go is this high art or trash? High art is the is the slow cinema rejection thing that that aspect. Where he, he goes ah no, this will be this will be different. Um that I think is high art. But his predilection to just use the basest of base level things, <laughs> Cindy. Where are you in my CD boxes?
1: Our our cat is just is fucking up going crazy. Just today. absolute violence today.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I don't mind. I guess. No, it's it's fine, Cindy. It's fine. Anyway, his proclivity to to do like really stupid, like cheap moves, um to kind of like uh, overcome some of the difficulties of making rebellious choices Mm -hmm. so like you know it's difficult to make a good movie guilt-free i i think that that's a weird thing to say but it's true um and and the reasoning is because if you want to make the thing that you want to make the best thing you can ever make, you, you usually have to make those rebellious choices ad infinum pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. And that's unrewarding because everybody is going to look at your rebellious choices and be like, wow, this is stupid. Don't do this. Um, this is not the status quo. So it's incredibly unrewarding, and it's a guilt-free experience, uh, or it's not a guilt-free experience. So when Rob Zombie is making these movies and he's putting his like heart and soul into this rebellious shit, the stuff that he really wants to do, like the cop stuff, he feels a challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He feels a a <laughs> genuine. So it's step one is I got an idea. Step two is, Oh shit, I don't want to do this. And that's really funny. So like, I think that a lot of these choices are based on him going, I want to do this. Oh shit. Now I have to do this. Right. And so that's why so much rape, so much stuff like that, where it's like, you know, I think a lot of people would argue equal opportunity. Everybody's got to get it, you know, but no, that doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. Kiss my ass. There's so much fucking... No, I'm not going to hear it. Anyway, it's a 2000s movie. It's exactly what you think. It's like pieces. It's exactly what you think. Mm-hmm. So, how, so, where are we at? Ad- Is it ad time? Jesus. Oh, my God. Neo. Ad time. Ad time. Are you tired of shitting your own pants and then having to go to the post office anyway? Me too. Hi, I'm Maylee, inventor of the poopin' pants. They catch your shit when you're out in public, so nobody hurts you. Uh, You know what's not a shitty product? I hunt. Hashtag, hashtag I, I hunt, hunt. Which is made by, made by made our friends Philomena and Olivia, I think. Yeah. It's an app, right? With the gig economy. Come yeah, on. With yeah, the hunting yeah. monsters. You're, you, know, yeah. you know, your community is RPG? plagued by,
1: by like Draculas and werewolves. I hate it when my vampires. community is plagued by Draculas. So so you get... <laughs> you get Shit. So you download an app to get some extra money, you know? <laughs> and you go and you kill fucking Draculas. I hated my right. fucking Dracula's is a class by of vampire. Now there's
0: too many fucking Frankensteins in I my zone. I do
1: declare. Yeah, tharpie, <sighs> wrangle up some friends, uh, get some booze, bench get some- bench press one to be a game master. Yeah, and, and go go kill kill monsters using using your app.
0: Speaking of uh, killing monsters using your app, head on over to Etsy to kill that monstrous paint job your fucking dumbass landlord did. Just cover it up with a cool tapestry from this cool Etsy store that,
1: that sponsors yeah, us. dream studios i be in Dream Studios. I, 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 ordered, a, uh, I ordered something that's coming in the mail. I'm really excited to put it up.
0: Mm-hmm, to cover up the landlord special.
1: Cover up. The big well, listen, dumb white gonna, paint that gonna covers
0: gonna, our whole dwelling. We're gonna rant about landlords later. Oh, we're on getting on the in there. We're gonna yes, but yeah, but
1: yeah. So they do they do psychedelic art. They do they have, they have some clothes. It's all really cool. The links down in the description. Go check it out. Go go fix your landlord shitty fucking mistakes.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I hate that you have to be responsible for that, but like, look, the world isn't fair. Speaking of the world not being fair, check out Blood Thing, a channel that doesn't have enough subscribers, and that is not fucking fair. Yeah. I'm sorry I cursed in your advertisement. (laughs) Blood Thing.
1: Yeah. Go watch it. It's good. It's animated. It's neat. It's fun. Yeah. I'm running out of adjectives because I'm an idiot.
0: It's okay. Right now, I Neo picked up while we were doing this advertisement. Neo picked up a bottle of cleaner and started to what looked like unscrew it. Don't shoot me with it. I I would really not like that. But but no, he started to what I thought was unscrew it, and I was like, damn, if he takes a gulp of that right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. Like I'm gonna laugh so hard. Anyway, you didn't do it though. I you didn't. Absolute coward. I was I was gonna take a gulp in honor of blood thing. That's fair. Listen, patreon.com slash excrement is the home, the hub, the zone. We also, we're on Podbean, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes. We're we should on be on absolute everything. Absolutely fucking everything. You should the be able to find The internet tells me so. <clears throat> yes. And I, now listen, I don't, I'm not the kind of hoe that makes the steez of listening to my own fucking shit. I don't smell my own farts. So I'm not going around to Spotify listening to my own podcast to make sure it's on there. So if it's not on there, you gotta fucking tell me, guys, because I'm not- fucking looking we're not well, looking according to pod being run everything according to them yeah yes but we're also on youtube uh and yeah thank you all for for being here we're, we're actually getting pretty strong i think we have at least 30 patrons 30 patrons strong at this point um it's been a couple of months a whole season speaking and of patrons
1: go <laughs> go over and over to patreon.com Patreon. slash, slash excrement and shit in our hand. Yeah, I I, we'll I would, carry would gladly all the way to collect the zoo. <laughs> all the shit you can dump on that Patreon, uh-huh. a Patreon.
0: Yeah, as, as we just love that green, that mean green. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what color, what it is, as long as it's green. I'll take it. All right, it's time for more discussion about Rob Zombie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dig through the bitches and sail through the bitches and bam through the bitches and gal through the bitches. <laughs> big booty
0: of bitches. Anyway, Rob Johnson is, uh, Robert Johnson is, is Ob Rambi. (laughs) He's the director of the film, The Devil's Rejects,
1: um, which is a movie that we
0: are currently debating whether or not we're going to reject. Ha! Hey! Hey. You like that?
1: Yeah. Well, so, okay, so I think, this movie has a fundamental problem and it's the same movie that oh shit. Oh shit. Oh, Rob, that, that diagnosis, that, that a lot of movies I really like have. <laughs> right. And so it, it, it has the war movie problem where exactly. I was going to talk about. Yeah. This. Yeah. Where, where, you know, you can make the most, any, any
0: demonstration
1: of the scale of
0: state violence is actually, even if criticizing it, an endorsement of state violence, yeah. as it demonstrates the hand of power. Yeah.
1: So you can make the most scathing anti-war movie on the planet, and 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 some boot-licking dumb motherfucker from Alabama is gonna watch it and be like, be "Like God bless
0: America." Well, but even deeper, it has the it has the subtle. An inherent psychological effect of making you look at war and go, "Wow, it's huge. Wow, I can't, I can't do anything about this because it's too big." Mm-hmm. Same thing about state violence. You know, it's like sometimes they'll show you a cop doing something wrong, but usually it's a pile of well, cops, yeah. and usually you can't really reason with that and you can't really you know human beings don't really identify people in groups larger than three like at that point everybody's a they so like they the cops are like the the figureheads of the antagonism at the end of the film but we don't really get any like real understanding of of the well i, <laughs> the I would issue actually there
1: we'll see like and in, in, i so i think where I was going with the, with the war movie analogy, I think the problem is 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 when you look at this movie from from a right wing bootlicking perspective, it's ultimately like f- if you if you're watching it from that perspective, it can be very easily interpreted as a glorification of of cop vigilante vigilantism, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like a, like it's like something that a lot of like fascist bootlickers will like trumpet is it's like oh well we just need to it's like, it's like it's like the laws aren't laws aren't strict enough we need to take things in our own hands you know we were you know. watching
0: um just for a bit understand that we we're cultural anthropologists neo and i we're astronauts of the mind so we turn on the television and oftentimes the thing we turn on is the worst imaginable thing but we have to understand so with that we were watching blue collar comedy tour yesterday uh, or this morning i guess yeah uh, to understand it, to see what it was, and uh, I am now Harkened back to the the moment where Ron White at the end of his stand up special, you know, he's do his bit is he's been fine the whole time, you know, honestly his jokes there some of them miss, some of them hit, but
1: unfortunately some of them are are
0: are very misogynistic, and a couple of um. them are f- kind of funny, yeah. I mean, he's not the worst comic not- in, in comparison <laughs> to the other ones. He he is significantly better than the other
1: comics um he, he he does the dumb bit where he has an alcoholic drink but never drinks it and just yeah he it just it as a like nurses prop. it
0: uh so so he ends his stand-up special because he wants to get a big laugh he wants to get a big applause he says to the dumb idiot people in in the audience uh In Texas, we have the death penalty and we use it and everybody cheers. Yeah. Um that is kind of what's happening here. Right. Where it's like, yes, Rob is saying state violence, but you know, like, if you're kind of the I don't want to say the audience, because I like to think that Rob Zombie's audience is fairly intellectual, but I do know a lot of white trash that love this. And the people that are white trash and love this are usually, like, the people that would definitely go to, like, the January 6th fucking, you know... Insurrection. Insurrection, and would say, yeah, them goddamn cops. You know what I mean? So it's like... It's like... The same thing that we keep always saying, which is, you can hate things, but if you don't well, hate it the right. Sa- the right way, it still sucks. Well,
1: and, and it's like you know, you know the you know right wingers and, and fascists will I talk about it's like law and order and how mm-hmm. important law and order is. But then you know all of these times where where you know cops are are wrongly murdering people in the streets. That's not law and order, right? Right. So they are they're they're breaking the law and they're 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 using excessive force and they are they're going above and beyond. And and, and and you don't hear the law and order people say a goddamn thing, right? Because it's not about law and order; it's about retributive justice, and like and and the cops. And the it's cop, about the and reinforcement the cops, of punishment. It's yeah, right. And so and so you know, in this movie, it's 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 a cop who's who's ignoring the the laws so that he can he can get this like right wing retributive justice, right? And so it's it's like if if you watch it from 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 a bootlicking perspective it's a glorification of of cop vigilanteism and and like police police brutality. Yeah. And it's it would be incredibly easy for stupid fucks to like interpret it as to such. interpret it as only that. Yeah. Which is which is not ideal. That's not well, that's and, not what you want to have in a movie.
0: Well, and I I I've been consistently told this exact thing my entire life which is well if you're having these thoughts about the movie, the ones that we are currently having talking about it, then clearly we have been led astray somewhere, and this is not what we're supposed to be thinking about with this film. I mean, the movie ends with the three main characters dying by gunfire to Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, what? I don't. I mean, there's a lot of like uh, Confederacy shit, re- rebel shit in this right like uh, I think the, the one of them literally has like I think baby literally has like a confederate
1: yeah patch on
0: her on her ass like yeah, the whole movie probably. or something like it's that like you know and so it's like what are they really saying well I think they're kind of saying that the when they when they're talking about the police they're talking about like northerners and us down south we got our own where you going city boy you know this yeah. is where dog will hunt we got our own kind of thing and we don't need, you know, it's so, it's, so it's like anarchy, but it's like weird Confederate anarchy. Yeah. The, which is gross. The very
1: worst kind of anarchy.
0: Yeah. So it ends up mixing its messages a whole lot. And, and this hey, is real why quick, I say. real quick, I, mm-hmm. I just want to take a quick break.
1: If any of our listeners, um, unironically support the Confederacy or like the Confederacy, go fuck yourself. All right. Carry on.
0: I can't imagine any of them would.
1: I'm just, I just, I just want to make that very clear. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, it's as, understood. As a Texan, uh, that is a problem for, that,
0: for us. Um, yeah. So,
1: John Brown is my hero, and and and, uh, the and Sherman the should, have, the should have burned down more of the South.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> it would definitely save us from that, from fucking spring break. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I strongly believe that this movie is almost profound.
1: <laughs> almost
0: and unfortunately it it really just walks to the door and then doesn't I mean one would say and so this is why I say people have told me my whole life uh you're if you're thinking these thoughts about it you're thinking too much you're thinking the wrong way about it it's not intended to be think thought about like that you need to be thinking about it in a different way it's like change your thought pattern about it and so I ask I think at this point in my life, having seen the movie probably more than you—and uh, I don't mean you, Neo—I mean you, the listener—I've seen this movie more than you. I've seen it a lot of times. Okay, I went to college for 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 art history and filmmaking, so I I took many film theory classes to interpret things on a socio-political level. I'm not a dummy, and I'm not a fool. What? is Rob Zombie saying at the end of this movie, I want you to tell me. I want someone to actually fucking just say. I want someone to just tell me. Because my whole life I've been like, I don't know how I feel about the end of this because semiotics. And people always go, ah, you're thinking about it wrong. And I'm never corrected. I'm never told this is how you should be thinking about it. So I am now asking. Officially, to the people that are out there that are kind of these weird kind of, they endorse the shit out of it in a weird way. What am I missing? What am I missing? What am I supposed to see in this? Now that um, that's not to say that I don't like the movie. I do like the movie. Mm-hmm. It's I I think that House of Thousand Corpses has a lot more fun with itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this one is 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 dire, serious, rapey, mean, and. Hateful, caustic, and ultimately does have some pretty good points about state violence. Right. So if it has pretty good points about state violence that much, am I supposed to just go ahead and lay down and and
1: and enjoy the shit out of it? Like, what am I supposed to do? Well, but it's 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 the same it's the same thing we've been talking about the last the last like three episodes. The whole
0: fucking season is about where, this. Where apparently. it's
1: like you know, if just because someone hates authority. Doesn't mean they hate it the way they should, you right? Know, where if you hate authority, it's like if you hate authority because it crushed the Confederacy, yeah. Maybe you should reevaluate, like reevaluate your prejudices and learn some some history, like like learn what the Confederacy was about. Because let me tell you,
0: it's like the conflation of of that. It's like the conflation of I hate cops with. I obviously that then am am southern pratt, good old boy. I'm my daddy. I got her. I'm I got mobile am Right. You know what I mean? It's like what the fuck? Well, Where but, did we turn how did we turn left and turn into dumbass rebel motherfuckers
1: right out, out in the middle of this. Well, in and, 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 and it's like, you know, for me, it's it's I think there's, you know, I think a lot of like southern culture has has tremendous problems with it but i think there's also there's uh there's an element of it where it's like it's like you know you know if someone needs help you help them you know if your neighbor needs something you, you help your neighbor because that's yeah. just you got to be southern neighborly anarchy. like and so and so i think there's this like there's this southern anarchy there's this element of southern anarchy that's good where it's like well and know, i think
0: that's the thing we're responding to the movie that we love is yeah the southern
1: anarchy well but 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 the problem is and the and the problem where this movie is trying to like put the southern anarchy to otis is like is is otis and gang are as far from like from the admirable southern anarchy as you can get you know we're like like the southern anarchy you actually like want to see in society is the like no matter who someone is you need to respect them because they're human and like in this like humility and this in this like you know you know like 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 no matter what if if someone if someone is being genuine you need to help them and and I think you know and, and I think to a degree like a lot of that aspect of Southern anarchy is being purposely weeded out by by media it by 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 not representing it as as like you know you know just wholesome cowboys and instead like trying to conflate it with like trying to 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 interpret it through like Otis and like and like murderous gun toting John Wayne motherfuckers. Right? right. You know, it's and so and so you lose the core of, of the of the like you know and, you know and, like in like in like So they
0: can't portray it in a way that isn't dumb and cowboy.
1: Right. Well and so it's like it's there's like, a dumb individualism to it. It's like if you look at if you think of, like the oldest westerns, right? Right. Like all, all the protagonists of like the really old westerns are ultimately just like kinda wholesome dudes. Right? And, and, right you know they get in gunfights with criminals but like like they're always helping their neighbors and that's what that's what it's all about you it's, know and it's, it's a like reinvention it's
0: like, of chivalry in a lot of ways right and and,
1: and, and, and as like the genre developed it just kind of got more and more and more into the like the like you know lost cause yee-haw, violent like you know you know you know a man's like a man's uh the 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 uh, the measure of a man is his, his capability to do violence we're we're in like a lot of uh, like yeah I don't know it's like older movies it's it's much more it's like the the, the quality of the cowboys based on his chivalry instead of his like violence
0: yeah well and I think that's I mean that's what we that's what we like
1: and so and and very, very and, 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 and I'm not trying to be like be, be an apologist of of, <laughs> of like the southern anarchy cowboy culture but I I will say that that there there are some good aspects and it and it sucks that 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 the few good aspects are being intentionally like burned out by, by media and like grift and right wing grifters to try to eradicate any aspect of that from, 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 from the like culture, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, and it's like, it's like when liberals on Twitter will say on the day of like a fucking massive bad news thing in Texas, you know, it's like, well, they're threatening Texans with a bathroom bill. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, there will be liberals, and not just liberals, but, I mean, other marginalized people as well, that will tweet shit like, well, what are you doing living in fucking Texas? hmm You know, if you live there, you deserve it. Right. And that's bullshit. Well and like Because most of the people here don't deserve it and are genuinely trying to
1: do right by their fellow people. Right, and, and like in and like the Texas I love is the other day we were at Starbucks and we're walking at Starbucks and this dude in jeans, cowboy boots, a plaid shirt and a cowboy hat opens the door and so all three of us who who are like who who just look like look like their view of, of like shitty fucking liberals that you know, or, or like the right wing. Yeah, I have blue. We all have blue hair yeah. and pronouns. Yeah. Like, so, and, and this guy opens the door, and as each one of us, Pat, like, walk out, he goes, Howdy, 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 howdy. They howdy. You know, and you're just day. like, Damn,
0: what a, what a fucking the homie, you know? Yeah. And so, you're just like, I wish that the whole world was like that. Yeah. But. The, 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 it's like God nerfed cowboys. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like God yeah. nerfed well, cowboys that's... because they had to make them, you know, do a lot of white people shit, you know, like well, be hateful fucks at the end of the day. And they, they don't need to be hateful fucks. A good cowboy loves anybody. Right. And he give and, and you the shirt
1: off his back. See, ultimately, I think, I think the problem is, the, is the gentrification of of of, cowboyism. of the American cowboy. Because because if you look at it like historically, like a lot of cowboys were were they were, were marginalized like, people, like marginalized people like like black people, um, Native Americans, na- like Native Americans, Mexican Mexicans, people, Mexicans pe- like people who 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 the white people like didn't want around them. So that's why that's why they had jobs being cowboys. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and at the core of it, it's always this like this the the, the like cowboy culture was ultimately like this countercultural thing to like this this like white hegemony as as as, as, yeah. as whiteness like expanded west and and so i don't know it just got co-opted by by shitty fucking like like douchebag yuppies from the city who just want to use it as an excuse to be shitty to other people
0: well and this is all represented in the film house of a thousand Corpses <laughs> when captain spaulding pulls his arm out and it's got his fist and he's got a tattoo of john wayne and he goes wrestle up the wagons pilgrim <laughs> right and and you're like, there it is. You know, it's like the whole all of it. So when I say that this movie is complex in a in an ugly kind of way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that's what I mean. Where right. it's like uh, I it's difficult to spit out the seeds, mm-hmm. but you have to do it with a lot of stuff. Cindy You have to spit out the seeds with this, and that kind of makes it a shitty affair when it doesn't need to be a shitty affair, mm-hmm. it needs to be pleasant. Um, and by pleasant, I mean I I like an intellectually stimulating movie, and I, I like a movie that's like, hello, challenging material. I mean, listen, my YouTube channel is primarily devoted to watching gore porn, <laughs> so <laughs> understand that I am this nuance. Mm-hmm. But I think that Rob Zombie is—he's <clears throat> kind of like a—he's kind of like a B student, right? Mm-hmm. In in horror movie class He's a B student Eli Roth is like an F student right Yeah, Hate him He's a troublemaker Everything he turns in is just dog shit And he's just making fun of the project So it's like go fuck yourself Eli I'm never gonna give you any help And I'm never gonna give you any support But Rob Zombie is a B level student right? Where he's like You know he's trying He's applied himself but there's a few things that he just can't seem to, like, get. get And, and because of that, I'm endeared to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost like that it's kind of flawed because I want him to improve and change and grow. And, and I can't say the same about Eli. Every time Eli Roth has a new movie out, I groan. Every time Rob Zombie has a new movie out, I go, hmm. Even though I know I'm not going to like it, the day the 31 trailer dropped, I was like, this is going to suck click play Mm -hmm. on the trailer. And I went, Hmm. And then I saw the movie and it sucked. Right. And it's just, there it is. You know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like he, he is a good dude somewhere at his core. And I want to help. Yeah. I want to be in his corner. Mm -hmm. And that's why I have been in his corner historically throughout the years. But I also go back and forth on him. And I also think that a lot of the things that he says is kind of, kind of, not good, right? When he's trying to say something that is good, so, mm-hmm. um, with that, I'm going to take the devil's rejects from its it, from its echelon, from its place, pull it down, and I will look upon it once again in my little hand, and I will attempt a a throw, a free throw. <laughs> And, two I, free bird. and I hope and I hope there's enough weight. Yeah, two free bird. I hope there's it's enough free. weight in this.
1: Wait, no, that's the wrong song. <laughs> Fuck.
0: I'm free as a bird now. Yeah. So I'm going to throw this thing, and I hope it lands in the gold pile, but it's got to weigh enough. And so I don't actually know, but I don't think it's going in the shit pile. I just don't know if it's going to land in the, in the pile. It's going to land on the outskirts of the pile. I'm gonna put i put mean? it
1: in the gold pile.
0: So I'm going to throw it. Ah, uh, so close.
1: And it's fine. It's going to be
0: right. It's going to be almost there. I I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the gold pile.
0: Yeah? Just like just gently.
1: There's one element that that's going to push it into the gold pile that you, you're not thinking about.
0: Uh, hating cops.
1: No. Oh. Ice cream. Ice cream. Tootie <laughs> fucking
0: fruity. Tootie
1: fucking fruity. Tootie Doody fucking fruity. fruity. We're Doody. not getting fucking ice cream. And then like jump cut to everyone like having ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs>
0: yeah. That that was admittedly pretty fucking great.
1: Yeah. So, unfortunately so the, the rest of the film the 2d fucking fruity scene had brought brought Oof. enough joy whimsy and mirth into the movie that i wish it, there was more it, of that in his other films <laughs> that it pushed it into the gold pile god it was it was it was on the fence and then 2d fucking fruity rolled up push it into gold
0: big question big question for everybody are we gonna watch three from hell that's the next film, which, by the way, Perhaps. they survived the cop shooting, which completely Spoilers! Make... No, that's like the fucking premise. Spoilers! Like the... All right. Well, so, but it completely undermines the whole point of the Devil's Rejects if they fucking survive the cop shooting at the end. Anyway, it's fine, Rob. It's all right.
1: Don't worry about it. I'm Don't... not
0: upset with you Don't think about too hard. It. I have seen the film. It was just Shit!
1: All right, well, don't don't spoil the next podcast on this. Are podcast. Are we gonna watch it? Yeah, we are.
0: Right now? Okay. I'm not well, right now. I have somebody, to edit. Somebody <laughs> commented last week that we didn't watch Death Wish like we said we were, and I now I'm going to clarify: we do what we want, and we didn't want to. Yeah. Sorry, don't, but we didn't want to.
1: Don't trust us on that one. Yeah. We're, we're we're.
0: So when I say next week, we're probably gonna watch Three from Hell. What I actually mean is next week, we're going to watch whatever the fuck we can tolerate, but it might be three from hell. <laughs> I'd say there's a non-zero percent chance that it's three from well, hell.
1: Unlike unlike anything Eli Roth put his gross, slimy, sweaty, greasy hands on, I mm. want to watch three from hell. So I, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> All right. And with that, we'll see y'all next week.
0: Yeah, we'll see y'all some someday again. I mean down the down the old trail down the, the dusty old, old, dusty old trail. trail hop on your old old horse and go riding off to freebird and go <laughs> get shot by the cops <laughs> We didn't even talk about our fucking landlord sucking dick
1: No yeah uh, uh post note fuck our landlord the f- I don't I don't have the the vulgarity in my vocabulary to describe how much how much I hate, how much I hate landlord right now. our fucking like worm-ass motherfucking spineless landlord rat ass motherfucking landlords god damn i'm angry yeah
0: i mean this whole podcast was fueled by by rage yeah we had we we had
1: a good hour-long rant about how much we hate our landlords and then we copped on yeah we contained our our unbridled rage (laughs) and with that and with that post note good night S- see y'all next week i'm and gonna good go luck my fight my landlord in the street yeah
0: we're gonna go get him bye